Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's Laces Out, the NFL podcast, and really the only NFL podcast you need. And ladies and gentlemen, when I promise guests, I get you the finest guests, the top of the table, the cream of the crop. That's right, two champions duking it out, and I bring them to you to talk fancy football, American football, and generally all that's going on from last week and this coming week. Uh, if you are checking us out on YouTube, just uh, just give that uh, subscribe button a little click. If you've already done that, what you could do is tell somebody else to do the same. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, NFL Podcast, Laces Out. Well, isn't this one interesting? Here we go. Obviously, everybody's used to, and some might say sick of, not my words, uh, seeing mine and Mr. Williams' faces. Uh, but, you know, if if the man says he's going to get guests, the man delivers. I mean, you know, we ignore all those other podcasts where I said I was going to get guests, and I didn't. We don't talk about those. This is the one that's important. This is the one I'll be judged on. Uh... Uh, at the end of days, this is the podcast they'll judge me on. Uh, so, from uh, I'll go in joining order. Uh, obviously, I'm here, the host of uh, Cookie Cast NFL podcast. Laces out. We've got our glamorous and some would say gorgeous co-host, Mr. Paul Williams, the big hand in the sky. Over on my, I'm gonna say right. Weirdly, it's actually my left. Uh, the friendliest giant in town, the smartest giant in town, the JFG, Mr. James Forrester Gray. How are you, sir? I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me. I thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you are here my to pleasure. serve to serve the purpose of being one of our fantasy league's um, potential champions. Let's let's go with that. There's a way to go yet, yeah, like... Speaking of, speaking of ways to go, uh, over in the uh, another corner, for me, it's the right hand, right bottom corner. I imagine on the screen it's probably the left bottom corner. Uh, another potential fantasy football legend. How many times is it now, Matthew? Is it a two-time legend already? Two-time Toots. legend. Toots times. Toots times. Matthew... Two teams, Hurley. Paul's gone Belichick on us. Oh, Matthew, yeah. how are you, that. sir? I'm very well, my friend. Good. How are you guys? <laughs> we, I believe, we are. We are well. <laughs> um, Paul's doing his best, Belichick. You need to cut the sleeves off. You need to get the sleeves cut. Oh off. yeah. It would need to be a sleeveless hoodie. A sleeveless hoodie. I mean, the words are just... Are just so it, needs to be, it needs to be a sleeveless hoodie, and I need to just have nothing but contempt for my, my fellow man. And absolutely nothing to say on this Especially podcast. Especially running backs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> we, had, we had games, we had a week, the games have gone... And we have the we have the week to look forward to. Um, I I have something hilariously fantasy related uh, to discuss uh, when we get to the fantasy section. Uh, not not as much fantasy goodness as you as you two uh, cor corner gentlemen, um, but we'll get there eventually. Does anybody have any standout moments from week <laughs> whatever week it was? I've lost a bit. Fourteen. Fourteen was that. Yeah, basically. Um, standout moment, maybe not. Well, no, it probably is, given what happened. But so last game of the week was obviously probably the best 
Uh, if anything, it was probably arguably one of the best games of the season, if not the best game of the season. It's been touted, um, as. It was, it was the Browns versus the Ravens. Uh, and it went, which literally went down to the wire. Um, the Ravens kicked the winning field goal with two seconds left on the, on the, uh, on the game clock. Justin Tucker doing uh, what Justin Tucker does. Exactly. The, the, the notable moment, however, was the fact that uh, Lamar Jackson left the game. And uh, people said that he, was, he, he, left, he left with cramps. He went for a Williams, didn't he? <laughs> went for a little Williams. <laughs> They didn't define what type of cramps, just that he had cramps. And I saw that someone put on Twitter that he's uh, he showed a clip of him running into the, uh, the, lo- the the locker room, and it was it was accompanied with the statement, "I've seen a lot of people run with cramps. I've seen that run before. Not the run of a man who's got cramps." Uh, it's, so yeah, it's, it's better than doing better than doing a linica though, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say he could he could have gone worse. He could have linicked it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Lamar Jackson had to be pulled from the game because uh, he had to go for a Todd. <laughs> was well, that was for for the for the for the viewers that was uh, something that I saw on Twitter this evening. Uh, for the listeners, it is Lamar Jackson saying that he absolutely did not need to go for a poo. Uh, I think whether it's true or not at this point in time, I think it will go down in history as Lamar Jackson needed to do, go and do a little toozy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Whether it was true or not, it's down to the <laughs> The one I'd seen was where they'd, uh, they were like, um, Lamar Jackson going to the um, going going to the locker room, and it was the clip from Dumb and Dumber, where he's running around trying to find a toilet. <laughs> Brilliant! You've got to own these things eventually, haven't you? It's like you know what? I needed a poo. It happens to everyone. Yeah. No, we, we all know you're the you're nervous poo. You got to go. Did somebody do it recently in um, football where it took a Tottenham player? Had to yeah, Eric Dyer. Yeah, Eric Dyer recently. <laughs> he had to go off because he had to. Eric uh, diarrhea. They, oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so, Mr. Williams. This guy's probably getting hit in the midriff quite a lot by big, heavy lads, you know. It's like, oh, oh, that burrito's not sitting right. Oh, oh that's pushed it down a few inches. Oh, <laughs> oh I've laced, I've laced these, uh, these trousers up wrong. That's for sure. <laughs> Mister William, Mister Williams, as the rudder of said podcast, are you able to steer us onto our first segment of the of the week? Uh, I, I certainly can try. Um, I might like all the uh, all the toilet talk. It's uh, well. It is your field of expertise. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is one of my passions in life. What can I say? <laughs> we all enjoy a good Todd every now and again, though. Who doesn't? Um, I mean, we can we can we can discuss the uh, the. the the last, the last week's games in full, if you want, and they go through the predictions, if you will. I have a horrible feeling that I already know who's won last week's because really? I, remem- I remember a conversation about particular games, and I remember somebody saying that they'd pick different to everyone else, and I seem to remember the score from that game was that that person's pick had come in, but I don't want to ruin anything. I don't want to get ahead of the game. Some might say. So, let's talk about last week's games. So, last week's games, as as is the as is the uh, as is the way from here on out for the last three weeks, uh, all sixteen all sixteen games we play all thirty two teams, so sixteen games to pick from. Uh, Now, unfortunately, Leanne uh, Leanne was slow with her picks this week, uh, and she missed. The Thursday night deadline, so she actually missed out on a point 
because she didn't get her pick in, in time for the Patriots Rams game. So technically, she was already one behind before everything kicks off. As both myself and myself had picked the Rams to get the win. So, 16 games in total, 15 games if you're Liam. In joint. Who would she have gone for? I think she did actually say that she would have picked the Patriots. So, oh, right, okay. Sorry. But in hindsight, it wouldn't have made that much difference anyway. Um, in joint second place, or joint last place, if you want to look at that one, joint, with joint 10 out of 16 picks correct, it is the aforementioned Leanne the Stats Mistress, and, build the suspense obviously, must have been something in the water at that house because uh, Andrew See. Cook, See, also you. with 10 out of 16 picks you. correct. I knew it. So winning the week with 11 out of 16 picks correct, it was this guy. The uh, In the end, the, the game that kind of sealed it for me was my faith in the Washington football team. That was the game. That's the game I was talking about. I was like, I'm pretty sure I remember a conversation about Paul picking Washington to win. And they did indeed. And I think that was what will have sealed it. So, there we go. What does that do? I've said this earlier this, this season on the podcast. And I think I might have said it last season. Something about the 49ers that I just don't... I don't see it. I mean, it's it's it, it's it's the team where ACLs go to die. So, well, there is that. I mean, they are they are absolutely uh, strapped for players at the minute, and so that. So, I did play into it slightly. I suppose. But yeah, I think they're a bit of a false position for me. Well, not so much this season because obviously they're not anywhere. But... I don't know. If, 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 they, if they stay healthy, I'm terrified of the Niners. <laughs> What does that do to the season-long uh, score? Well, do you remember how, uh, so with Leanne's win the week before, it put her into first place? I do. And do you remember how you were? Do you remember how you were in first place before that? Andrew? I do. So in last place, it's me in it. Is the collective guest? Okay. With two and a half points. Although to be fair to the guest, they haven't made a pick for. Four weeks. <laughs> it's fine because so, that is going to be rectified this week. Well, it Quite certainly is, Andrew. Twofold. We'll we'll do individual points for the guest this week. Well, there we we go. take the best. Do, does the best score between us go through to the uh, the overall totals? Yeah. You, well, yeah. We'll sort of we'll try and aggregate the best we can. Um. So yeah. So the guest uh, collectively on two and a half points for the season. Uh, then, yeah, like I was saying, do you remember how a couple of weeks ago you were in first place with your three and a half point? Yeah, I remember. You, you, you've somehow slipped down into third place. You've been in the space in two weeks this is with three and a half point. Disgusting. I have jumped up into second place with my four points, and Leanne is still out in front with a whopping 4.5 points. Everything left to play for, Andrew. There is indeed. So, dealer's choice. Do we want to go on and do a little bit of the fancy talk? Get our special guests involved. In fact, I think I've already made my mind up. Let's talk some fancy football. So, um, myself and Mr. Williams are currently in the group of people who are playing for um, for the Ruxon. Uh, for the toilet bowl, for the wooden spoon, uh, any of those other things. We're in the lower bracket. Um, so, yeah, that feels feels real good. Other people are, some might say, you know, two-time champions looking for a third. And some might say, is this, is this your second dance in the playoffs? 
Uh, yeah, champion last year, looking for uh, back-to-backs. I mean, Andrew, why did you have to mention it? We are, we are amongst greatness right now. Legends. <laughs> uh, we, we are humble to have you gentlemen here. Um, let's talk, uh, let's talk about the fancy. So, I ha- I have something that I want to share about my fancy game. I know it doesn't matter, but I was ever so slightly amused by something that had happened uh, over the weekend. But we can leave that for now. Mr. Williams, did you have a win at the weekend? Technically, no one had a win or a loss at the weekend. Technically. Um, but in a more slightly accurate term, yeah, I, 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 I'm behind. So. I'm staring down the barrel of being in the Super Bowl last season and the shit house bowl this season. First to uh, worst. First to uh, worst. No, because I wasn't first, was I? Ah. <laughs> Moving on swiftly, um, I would like to talk about the fact that when um, when there was one game left to play, I uttered these words. I need the, uh, the, the Browns to get minus points. I need the Browns' defence to end on minus points. I also need Jarvis Landry to basically walk out on the field, trip over and injure himself and go straight back off to win for the week. Um, What actually happened was that the Browns' defence got two points and Jarvis Landry got five points giving me um, a partial win (laughs) so far this week. And for some of you, you will know what it means to me to say that my opponent this week, last week, is the Sinbins only member, Mr. Tim Lacey. Well done to you, sir. Obviously, I can't gloat because it means I'm going to get an absolute shit kicking. Bear in mind that now it does that thing with your your percentage of of possible win, and I think I've got a fourteen percent chance of a win. So yeah, I noticed that. That that looks like it's another one of their new features. This yes, I'm pretty it, sure it didn't have that. It one. didn't have that last See, year. I'm saying you've got a forty-seven percent chance of winning. Really? Yeah. Ooh, so- ESPN may have revamped its uh, opinions on you. I mean, it's yeah, still I've got the same as well. It, it, it's still it's still not over not not even halfway for ladies, is it? I'm going to get absolutely trounced. Um, uh, one, one, one five nine to one six three is reckoning against mm, you. Four points doesn't take much. One touchdown. Maybe I should pick up a different defense. Maybe that'll change it. Wonder I wonder if the Browns' defense is available. <laughs> James, talk to me about your game of, of, of the last week. Did you have a, let's call it a win, did you have one? So, ooh, narrowly ahead, I was rather pleased the, about the injuries to Chris um, to McCaffrey, which probably makes me a bad person, wishing ill on other people. Um, but there ain't that much in it. Anything could happen, like couple of you know one big game from one player and that swings completely back the other way but i've got to say loving jk dobbins he might yeah be if something's going to be my like star of the playoffs it's going to be him matthew how's it shaping up for you no i didn't i didn't win this week unfortunately yeah, it was tight going into today's game with J.K. Dobbins, but yeah, what did he get? Thirteen or fourteen or something? Thirteen, yeah. 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 I've got a thirty-two percent chance of winning, apparently. But apparently, McCaffrey could well be out this week as well. So. At this good. point, at this point, surely there's no point in him risking it because 
they're not going to make the, they're not going to make the playoffs. They might as well just give him the rest of the season off and just have him just go absolutely mental in the off season to just get ready to just tear the league to pieces next season. It's that sort of thing where if if I was if if you could put the bet on early doors, I'd be very tempted. Excuse me to uh, to put a bet on him to get close to if not exceed. Two thousand yards next season. Needs to think about my Super Bowl chances, though, don't he? he? Needs to have a word with himself. And <laughs> with the greatest of respect, back to uh, I think in his it's own just mad, isn't it? He could possibly use the phrase "he couldn't give any less of a fuck" <laughs> about your Super Bowl stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have a word. I'm gonna have to have a word with my man Teddy Bridgewater and get him to get on the field. Yeah. Teddy. Word, you should definitely slip in his DMs. I'm sure. I'm sure that won't be yeah, exactly. taken take badly at all. Can you imagine how many like fantasy players are like saying, "Get on the field"? Jesus. Well, <laughs> people literally do that. It's awful. <laughs> well, on that regard, did you see that Josh Jacobs got a bit of a stop? Oh, I apparently on Instagram. I benched him elsewhere. Yeah, so I I have him in my other league and. Uh, it caused a bit of a storm because on about it must have been like on the way to the game he put something on Instagram about the fact that he's not playing today and then he was basically like you know sorry sorry for all those fantasy owners out there yeah just go up go up <laughs> it was just trolling a lot wasn't it so that yeah he was uh, he was just having a bit of banter so I uh the, the only thing for me was that on my bench I didn't have anything else. So I scrambled to pick up um, anyone that were, that were free. Might get some uh, some points. So I ended up picking up Brandon Ayuk, um, and then obviously right. when it was apparent that, that well when it was apparent that Jacobs was going to play after all, I uh, switched him out and put uh, switched Ayuk out and put Jacobs back in. Uh, Should have left it as it was as uh, Ayuk definitely was a, a more consistent player. So all right then. <laughs> Um, normally I'd be asking what people's uh, people's strategies and things were for the uh, for the upcoming games but a, that's probably not uh, fair in this scenario um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to choose players that will score lots of points and bench the players that will score less points than them why, why would you do that that's not how the, that's not how the game's played no James, it's a normal strategy, I know, but I, I, I understand that, that, that you know it, it gets it gets a bit confusing when you get up to those those high places, you know, the top of the table and stuff. But what you do is you get all the good players and you get them on the bench, and you get all the like all the ones that say they're going to score, you know, anything below five. Those are the ones you really want to get in your lineup. Make sure you get. The tiebreak is the bench score, isn't it? So that's the thing. Make sure you get a defense that is guaranteed to get minus. Anybody you want the ones that that um, consistently fumble the ball because they get really good points. Um, there was uh, there was the point in time where I checked and I was like, oh, uh, Derek Henry. I know that he's uh, normally a good player, but he's on minus one. So. Yeah. Also, it's like golf, right? Yeah, yeah. Golf. It's it's basically um, just move the move the names around until you can get like lo- you want below fifty, um, and and that's really that's a really good score. At yeah, least that's the way I've been doing it for six seasons. Joe Bernard straight in the lineup. Well, he's minus one this week. <clears throat> Yeah. Now then, we've got a choice to make. Um, at this point in time, I'm wondering whether we uh, whether we pull the ripcord early, and then try and smash through the rest of it, or do we try and um, get some of last week's stats out? Um, I'll tell you what. So, I'll give you the setup. Then we'll then we'll break for lunch and we'll come back fresh. So here it is. Each week, uh, the stats mistress 
collates uh, stats given to her in a golden envelope by Nate Davis of USA Today. Nate is a very generous statistician and gives lots of stats. Now, we here at uh, the Laces Out podcast, we don't want to be spending all night talking about stats. So the stats mistress puts them into the uh, the stat the ometer 2000, presses all the buttons and they spit out the core, the gold, the money stats. This week, gentlemen, there are 10 stats. Now, I'm not a greedy man. And some would say I'm a generous host. So this week, I have taken one of those 10 stats and I sent the rest off into the ether and though the rest of them should have landed in your inboxes. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read one stat. Then we're going to break for lunch and come back. And I believe if uh, if if we're talking MVPs, it might be Mr. Williams up to uh, to go to go first. So uh, what what I've got here is we. 14 NFL stats, credit to Nate Davis of USA Today, but I think we can all agree, bigger credit to the stats mistress. Uh, The first stat is this. Kansas Chief quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who entered Sunday with two interceptions on the season against 31 touchdown passes, served up three to the Finns. It was only the second time Mahomes had suffered a trio of interceptions in one NFL game and his first multiple pick outing since the Chiefs toppled the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Tell you, man, those Dolphins. You've got to watch those Dolphins. Dark horses. Very much. Dark Dolphins, maybe. That might be something. Dark water horses. Selkies, perhaps. Mm, Seahorses. Fans of Celtic mythology. Mm. So, for you at home, it's going to be quick and painless. And for us here, there'll be a little bit of faff. So, uh, as they say in the horror movies, we'll be right back. There, I can't... You like stats, do you? I couldn't, I couldn't get the audio to restart. I was about to be like, there we go, that was uh, that was painless. And then I realised that it wasn't recording. So I was like, it wasn't that painless, was it? It wasn't painless for me. Um, oh, ask your question again, Paul. Go on. So you like stats, do you? I love stats. Let's carry on with some more stats then, shall we? So, I've got a question for you. Back in the MVP race... Mm. Titans running back Derrick Henry, who was 215 rushing yards on Sunday in Jacksonville, represented the second highest output of his career. He also became the first player in league history to own four games with both 200 rushing yards and a pair of touchdowns on the ground. Henry's league-leading rushing total is now 1,532 yards, meaning he's still got a viable shot of reaching 2,000 for the season. So it's war. Three games left. 156 or 159 is what we were saying today. Yes, he's 468 shy. Who's quick at maths? It's 160 something in it. I think. 156. Yeah. So basically, if he he rushes for 160 yards in each of his last four games, he'll break it. Last three games, but. and uh, I get the feeling that uh, once the Titans are in the playoffs, I imagine it'll just be a case of getting the ball as many times as he needs to. So, but yeah, if he's if he's within two hundred yards by the last game, they'll make sure he gets it. Basically, so yeah. Uh, anyway, continuing on, the Steelers have at least one sack in seventy consecutive games. A new NFL record. They obviously weren't listening to last week's podcast. Well, we said if they had any banter about them at all, they'd leave it on 69. But no, they couldn't. They just couldn't do it, could they? Little bastard. 
All previous teams with sack streaks of at least 60 games reached the Super Bowl at some point in their run of battering opposing quarterbacks. Yet Pittsburgh is also suddenly on a two-game skid, losing Sunday night to Buffalo and surrendering the top seed in the AFC playoff race to Kansas City. Yep. Finally, on my section of the stats, the Saints' surprise loss to the Eagles sets up a compelling Week 15 meeting with the Chiefs in the Superdome. New Orleans and Kansas City are both trying to claim first-round playoff buys, and the Saints may also be trying to reintegrate quarterback Drew, Pre- Drew Brees next Sunday after falling behind Green Bay atop the NFC table. Who has got... Well, I hope it isn't Matthew that's got uh, stats about the Seahawks, because he's just... Uh ejected himself uh it's about jamal adams that would be me well why don't you while, while matthew sorts himself out why don't you give us some stats about seahawks jamal adams well i will so despite being purely a safety he got some revenge against his old team so love a bit of a revenge game narrative so former jet jamal adams took down Sam Darnold, which, in fairness, might not be that much of an achievement in and of itself, but he does now have eight and a half sacks for the season, which is a record for a defensive back. Um, so he's now overtaken the legendary Adrian Wilson. So get on, lad, Jamal with um, Adams. Nice. Yeah, poor, poor Sam. He's just getting bad, isn't he? And. They're gonna they're gonna pick a new QB rather than a, like anyone for an offensive line, and probably find the same problems. But anyway, so like next up, um, Texans QB Deshaun Watson. He's had a bit of a rough year, but you know some ups and downs. Uh, the lack of Bill O'Brien seems to be helping. Um, ish. Protection has been a bit ropey over the year. Over the year. But Sunday's visit to Chicago marked the first time he's ever been sacked six times in one NFL game, which is a bit rough. So that O-line needs some work. Because they, they've honestly, if they get that O-line right, they've got one of the best QBs in the league. And finally, James Robinson, little Jimmy Robs, who I traded away for the mighty Michael, mighty Michael Thomas in week one. Yeah. Um, he's now on 1,361 yards, um, which is now a record for an undrafted rookie since the common draft era, which started in 67. And, yeah, so everything else is dreadful for Jacksonville, but they might just have found a franchise quarterback for free. So, yeah, get on J-Rob. Matthew. That is all the stats I have. Have you got any stats for us, maybe about Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, by any chance? Yes, and potential MVP, as some might say. Do it. Yeah. Um, Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson bombed the Jets for four touchdown passes, giving him 36 on the season, a single-season record for Seattle. Wilson broke his own record of 35 and now earns the top four totals in team history. Go Russ. Um, after winning a record 11 consecutive divisional titles with quarterback Tom Brady under centre, the Patriots are on the verge of missing the playoffs for the first time since 2008. Oh dear. When an injury limited TB12 one game. Meanwhile, Brady's Buccaneers are 8-5, and five, poised to reach the playoffs for the first time since 2007. Nice to see quarterbacks, sorry, Cowboys quarterback, <laughs> Andy Dalton, who has more touchdown passes, 204, than anyone in Bengals history, notched two more on Sunday. Well done. I was uh, I was saying to the stats mistress on Sunday that the uh, that that Cowboys Bengals game was a bit of a statement from uh, from old uh, Andy there, just slamming them left, right, and centre. Revenge games. 
Ah, oh, yeah, love them. I believe oh, so ginger pride for that one. Yeah, why not? I believe that that right there is all all the stats. Uh, we've 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 got rid of the injury report because basically the way we're working this season is: Do you have a player on your team? Chances are they're injured. Are they a good player? They are definitely injured. Then, if you need proof, just check out my fantasy football team. So. That right there is last week, and we can say goodbye to last week. Bye-bye last week. But all that means is that we can look forward to this week. And the way we do that is by sending what we believe is going to be this week's game's winning teams to that man over there in the corner, and he puts them into his golden book. And then I inevitably just get worse every week and go from you know from the top slot to the bottom as as just literally like that. Three weeks ago I was at the top. Three weeks ago, I'm not bitter and or twisted. I'll have you know. So to regain my top slot, I sent Mr. Williams some picks. I believe the stats mistress may have also done that. I also, I mean, I work on the principle that Mr. Williams is capable of filling his, his own picks. I know for a fact that the JFG also sent picks, because I have, I have viewed those picks. The, uh, the, the one out nice on... Nice table. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a thing of beauty. I, I will be expecting more of a Excel spreadsheet for next season, just to give you a heads up. Um, you expect all you want. You'll 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 get what you give them. <laughs> so. um, I want to I want to be seeing pie charts this time next year. Pivot Ma- tables might come into it. You know. Oh, I love a pivot table. I can't, I can't use them for shit, but I do love. The overrated former table. True. <laughs> what this needs is a bar chart. Let's face it. Matthew, did you get yourself? Uh, did you get some picks over to Mister Williams before uh, the deadline? I, I did. Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually thinking of changing the Bears pick. I think I might go with the Bears this week. Is that, is that allowed? Do you know something? <laughs> I considered that as well. I I wrote it down and I made the pick on Pickums, but I was like, I don't know how confident I am with that pick. <laughs> Why, Matthew? Why would you do it and ruin my perfectly clear book? <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going Bears. The Vikings are wobbly at best. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Mr. Williams, I can only presume with five different picks, there's not going to be a tiebreaker situation. Well, Matthew, do you want to change your Bears pick? Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> take the Bears? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Andrew, do you also want to change your pick and take the Bears, or do you want to stay with the Vikings? I value my safety more than I value points, so I'll I'll leave I'll leave your book the way it is, Mister Williams. You you know where I live, so you know. I get you some tipex for Christmas. How about that, Paul? Well, do you want one of the mouse things that you can get? Oh, hang on, where's it gone? So... Oh, oh, yeah. oh it looks awful. Oh. Ruined. However, with that change, we no longer have... A five-way tie. We no longer have a set of picks that are the same. Okay. So, before Matt changed his mind, both you and him had picked exactly the same. Ooh, Matthew. So that does help us because we now no longer need a tiebreaker if it just if it sort of falls that people get the same number of picks right over the course of the thing in, we just get shared points basically. In the same in the same way that we have for other weeks where we haven't been the same. So from a standout V 
differences perspective, obviously I'm assuming that no one will be under the illusion that the game of the week isn't the Chiefs at the Saints. Very excited. Yeah, boy. Tasty. Everyone has backed the Chiefs. Except for this game. Do we know whether Drew Brees is back for this game? I think he's scheduled to be available from this week. What about his ribs? <laughs> They're probably extra sauce. He probably puts JR's sauce on <laughs> Is that going to help, though? Let's put it this way. Last season, there was the situation where Breeze... Was it his thumb that he injured last season? Yeah, he had that dodgy... It was like turf toe, but in your thumb. Yeah, and they had the, they had the issue where he was out for... They knew he was going to be out for, say, six weeks, and then they had the six weeks, and then the bye week came at the end of the six-week period. Yeah. And everyone was just saying, don't bring him back give him the extra week and then the bye week and then bring him back after that. Obviously, they don't have that luxury this time. They need... They don't really have the luxury of giving him more time to rest. They need no. to get him playing. They need to get him back in the... in the, in the process of taking reps so that he's ready for the playoffs because they're already in the playoffs. Mm. And he needs to... He needs to have the reps. I know, I, know it's, I know it's Drew Brees at the end of the day and he's, you know... Drew Brees, he, he still knows how to throw a ball with his other half, but obviously he's over 40. His body needs the sort of mechanics to go through the motions, get ready, and so that. So if he's, if he's fit, I can't see a situation where they don't at least give him 50% of the reps with Tatum Hill. Because what I was going to say was, You've got that difficult decision with, do you really want to bring him back for the week that's probably going to be one of the toughest games they're going to face at this point in time? I, I disagree, because the Chiefs' defence isn't exactly stellar. The, 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 Chiefs, the, the way the Chiefs beat you is they just outscore you on offence. Yeah. So, it's not as if they've got an absolute monster like an Aaron Donald who's just going to be hunting him down every every snap, trying to, you know, bury him into the ground. Um, I mean, the Chiefs do have players that can get to the quarterback, but I, I, can't, I, I can't think of a stellar name off the top of my head that's uh, like a, a, a guaranteed person that's going to get to the quarterback. So I think in, in a kind of weird way, if you're going to bring him back, you might as well bring him up for this week give him 50% of the snaps, like you say, keep using Taysom Hill. I mean, even even a fully fit Drew Brees isn't going to play all the snaps because Taysom Hill's just in there as like a gadget player anyway. So, you've now got the, you've now got the ability that Taysom Hill's had the reps where he can, he can now throw more than he was doing before. So, you've basically got, I mean, even if you, even if you've acted Jameis into the situation, you've basically got three quarterbacks that can come in at any point and execute the game plan that you've got to a team. So there's just something about it. That they, they they always say that like good teams don't lose to the same team twice. So that's the reason I've gone for the Chiefs to beat the uh, sorry the Saints to beat the Chiefs. Because I think it could be a case of this could arguably be a precursor to the Super Bowl. And I'd be very surprised if the Chiefs won this one and then beat them again in the Super Bowl. So I've gone the other way. So I've gone for the, the Saints to win this one. But then in my head I'm thinking the Chiefs will win it. If it's the same match. What should be like a nine six, like kick fest? That, that would be incredible if we get the if we get the, the season's first three three tie going uh, going to <laughs> Just throwing out all game, just barely getting past midfield and having to kick it and just you know turn it turn it over and then they play they come back kick it. It's just be like the dullest game on paper. Like <laughs> oh, wow. I think of that. 
Either that or that, or that Chiefs Rams game from like what two or three seasons ago, where the Rams just beaten by two points. That that game was incredible. Yeah, it was. It was the uh, highest scoring game in history, was it? Yeah, I mean, other than other than that, we've all we've all gone sl- very similar on the later games. So uh, everyone's all all in on the Colts. No shock there. Obviously, the Texans just don't have anyone for. Sean Watson to throw to that's not named Kiki QT. Um, even though the Eagles just Brandon might be back. Fair enough, I suppose. Um, even though the Eagles just knocked off the Saints, we're all uh, we're all back in the Cardinals. Um, none of us see the Jets snapping that thirteen losing streak against the Rams. Um, we're all in on the Baker's boys. Go to New York, uh, Steelers to get the uh, to get themselves back on winning ways against the Bengals. Um, strange about that. Everyone's already everyone's already picked the Ravens, makes sense, and the Bucks. Um, everyone's gone for the Dolphins to beat the Pats, which I thought was a little bit strange because normally you get at least one person who normally picks the Pats. But they've they've been there. The Dolphins have been the Patriots' Achilles heel for a couple yeah. of years now, though. For yeah, a few true. years. And the, and this version of the dolphins is dangerous. Yeah. I re- I yeah, really that, that like dolphins. Is supposed to go, 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 go. Yeah, I really like this incarnation of the dolphins. I'm really enjoying like them as a team at the moment. Um, like, and the, the you know, defense is just it's just on another level at the minute. Good, yeah. really, really, really good defense. Yeah, yeah. Matthew, you got any uh, you got any standouts for the uh, upcoming week? Or are you just laser focused on that fantasy? Uh... I'm uh, I'm all over the fantasy this week. I can't I can't concentrate on games. I need to. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm just hearing that Ronald Jones has had uh, surgery on his finger. Yeah, I've heard about that. They say he's stumbling Um, one of his fingers. He's had to have surgery today on it. Um. So it's questionable, apparently. So, mm. was it wasn't wasn't Chris Dobbin straight back on the field after having finger surgery? I don't know. <laughs> Mate, for for all the good it's done with Chris Dobbin this year, but yeah, does he change his number? Oh, did he? There you go. Well, he was well, he was twelve, wasn't he? And then obviously, uh, all uh, the that's, that's got to be a contract stipulation, isn't it? Classic TB squared. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Bloody Brady. Yes, I agree. It's much more, it's much more exciting when Jameis Winston was there. So, are they going to catch five touchdowns or are they going to get seven interceptions? Who knows? 30 will always just be the best that ever. Exactly. It was damned exciting. Simultaneously, the best yeah. and the worst. He was the yardage leader last season as well, wasn't he? Yeah. He, was, he threw for over 5,000 yards as well. Yeah. So, there's, there's, like, there's clearly a quarterback in there, but... Just very well hidden. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon with, with the right coach, there could, there could, there could still be there still could be a starter there. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'd like, I'd like to see it happen. So, gentlemen, anybody got anything? Any burning desires to unleash anything onto the uh, onto the masses, or as it's also known, any other business? Nothing for me. I'll take I'll take the silence as uh, as confirmation that there's nothing more. Um, good luck to you two, gentlemen. Um, I believe at least one of you should spend the next uh, X number of days uh, badgering Mr. Williams about that trophy. Um, but you know that's <laughs> just trophy? that's just that's just that's there's, just there's, a, there's a trophy. No, no, there isn't. Well, no, Phil's gonna win. <laughs> the the dark horse that is Phil Walls just snuck his way into the playoffs at the last minute. He's, he's certainly been on the ascendancy the last few weeks, hasn't he? He has. It's how he rolls. It's how he operates. I don't know. I, Cole, there. I don't know. If Cole's never won it either. He's always in there. He's always you know in the playoffs. 
No offense, no offense to Cole, but looking at his team at the minute, it's not great. You're shouting mismanagement, Paul. Yeah. Matthew. <laughs> you're talking to you're talking to the guy who's bottom of the pile and gonna be in the dross bowl. What do I know about putting together a roster of fantasy players? You have two spaces on your bench the other week, don't you? Yeah, because I don't want any. I don't want. I don't want to carry any more dross. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Wave you down. <laughs> I feel. I feel it's so like, out of that cap space. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was. It, it must have been like a health warning. It's like a case of don't be involved in this guy's fantasy team, otherwise you will be utter shat. <laughs> so there we go. Well, thank you to you, Matthew, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. And thank you to you, Not James, come. for also taking the time out of your day to join us. My deepest pleasure. Thank you. Mr. Williams, as always, it's a pleasure piloting this plane, sailing this ship and driving this car off a cliff with you, sir. <laughs> we are the Thelma and Louise of NFL podcasts. Uh, so uh, on Obviously, that note... Which is, which is which is up to the uh, listeners and viewers to uh, determine. Well, um, I'll, leave you, I'll leave you with that image uh, of me and Paul driving off a cliff wearing wigs. Let's, let's go with that. Gentlemen, thank you very much. And until next time, good luck to you two gentlemen. And until next time, yeah, good luck, boys. Will, yeah, uh, all the best. Hey, I will, guys, like, I will yeah. let you go. All the best, guys. Bye. Bye. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done, another week of the season gone, another week coming, but definitely drawing to a close. Ugh, sad time of year. Big thank you to both of our guests, uh, James Forrest Gray, Matthew Hurley, for coming on the podcast, joining us, and being uh, being all-round good sports. YouTube watchers, if you can subscribe, that would be amazing. And uh, if you could tell someone else to do the same, that would also be amazing. Word of mouth is a powerful tool. Obviously, we've got uh, iTunes and SoundCloud if you're more of a listener. So do check us out over there. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out there and send us uh, send us some love. You've got social media. You've got email. Uh, pick one and let us know how you're doing. So there we go. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I will see you then. Bye.